plants, vines, and bushes scratched at his arms and legs as Connor ran through the jungle. A jungle that seemed so alien when compared to the forests he had grown up with at home. The sun, already at its zenith, beat down harsh rays on his dark hair and did nothing to staunch the fear rising in his chest. He couldn't imagine this scenario during the night, when the jungle would be alive with shadows and strange noises. Midday was terrifying enough. I'm a judge. I shouldn't be afraid, he told himself. But he knew that there was a very high chance he would not live through the day. His legs were starting to feel numb. He spotted a large tree to his right, slowed his pace, and threw himself behind it. Chest heaving, he did his best to control his breathing. He had to listen. He needed to know if he was safe. Had he been able to outrun the monster? Gripping the war axe in his hands, he listened. Nothing. Connor decided to chance a look. Peering around the tree's smooth gray bark, he braced himself for what he might see. Nothing. All that met his eyes was the lush green landscape of the Amazon. It was almost peaceful. The kind of landscaped picture people would save all year for and visit on a vacation. Sweat trickled down his neck and muscular chest. The two-handed axe he held was surprisingly light for its size. One side of its gray head was large with a sharp blade. The other side boasted a long point, like the pickaxe he had used to kill his first elite, what seemed a lifetime ago. Could the Catskill incident really have happened just a week back? It didn't seem possible. The past day's events came at Connor like a flood, drowning him in memories. Connor watched Adolfo's hand disappear into the large iron basin. The container was dark gray, and ancient words and symbols were melted along its outer sides. The inscription on the outside of the pot says, Only the strong, Morrigan whispered into his ear. The council room was so quiet, Morrigan's murmur, although faint, seemed like she was shouting in his ear. Or was that his elite census again? Regardless, he nodded the whole time his eyes never leaving the pot. Whatever stone Adolfo pulled would be the first of three tests he was going to face. Connor needed to pass the tests, or trials, as they were more commonly known, to guarantee not only his safety, but that of his loved ones, and the elite race. The room was overflowing with attendees. Everyone had come to witness the beginning of the trials. Morrigan had informed him that the last trials were held over a thousand years ago, To witness this was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, even if you were an elite who could live for hundreds of years. Adolfo withdrew his hand, his bright green eyes examining the smooth black rock he now held, and his brow furrowed. The first trial. The room became even more silent, if that were possible, as though everyone in the chamber was leaning forward to catch the first word out of Adolfo's mouth. Connor Moore is tasked with bringing the council the head of an ignis serpent. The room gasped. Lou took in a big breath of air and puffed out his cheeks as he exhaled, making a small popping sound. Lauren tried to hide her cringing. Connor saw it anyway. As the room whispered amongst themselves, Connor looked to Morrigan for guidance. Ignis serpent? What is that? Unlike Lauren, 
Morrigan was better at masking her emotions. It's Latin, Connor. Latin for fire serpent. Connor smiled and tried to laugh but stopped himself when Morrigan's stoic expression didn't change. What? Are are you serious? Dragons aren't real. How could they be? You're joking, right? This is a joke? Before Morrigan could respond, Adolfo raised his hands for silence. Our traditions state that the judge will leave immediately after the first stone is pulled.